Welcome to P.I.'s Declassified, an inside look at the world of private investigators. Your host is Francie Kaler, a noted private investigator. Francie and her guests take you behind the scenes and into the genuine, sometimes gritty business of investigation. You'll hear stories from the trenches with plenty of surprises. Here's your host, Francie Kaler. Good morning. Now, I trust all you folks out there in private investigator land had a great Thanksgiving with your family. And I, all those that support the show, uh, those of you that are not private investigators, I hope you did as well. I'm very excited this morning. I have two guests this morning, uh, Jim Nanos and Nicole Gusinelli. And am I pronouncing that right, Nicole Gusinelli? Yes, Gusinelli, yes. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, good. Um, and this is the new face of PI Magazine. PI Magazine, the... the uh, magazine for private investigators, wonderful magazine, and Jim and Nicole are the new owners. This is the new face of PI Magazine. We're going to talk about that. Um, I'm excited about their magazine. I'm excited about the direction they're going. And But first, um, Jim has been on the show before. You've heard from him before. If you want to search the archives, you can find when he actually had a show of, of his own. But So instead of ta- starting with him today... You haven't heard from Nicole, so Nicole, let me introduce Nicole Cusinelli. Welcome, Nicole. Thank you, Francie. Thank you for having me and uh, all the readers as well. I'm sorry, listeners, excuse me. That's okay. Leaders, readers, listeners, that's all right. So, uh, Nicole, you have such an unusual background. You're, you're an athlete. What are you doing, doing investigation? <laughs> Well, that's where I started out, but it's given me the uh, the discipline to uh, to pursue the career that I that I did, Francie. So you went from being um, a scholarship track star um, to getting involved in criminal justice, the correctional facilities, and the New Jersey State Police Department. How did that happen? Yes, that's correct. Well. I had an interest, uh, I, probably in, in college is where I found that interest in the social sciences, which led to further interest in, in law enforcement. So, uh, and then, how long were you with the New Jersey State Police? Uh, just recently out of the State Police, 13 years. Okay, all right. And then you went to work for uh, Philadelphia City Probation, or, uh, yeah, City Probation and Parole. Yes, part of that, I worked for the city of Philadelphia in the in the probation and parole uh, department in several different uh, facets and departments with them as well. Did you actually supervise uh, parolees? Uh, yes, uh, I was in three different areas, uh, worked in general supervision and uh, welfare fraud and uh, also with uh, DUI clients um, in pretty much supervising probationers and parolees, yes. So that, I would suspect that's a tough job. You know, people think that law enforcement is tough, but I'll bet supervising parolees and probationers is tough as well. Well, it's a little bit of a different angle. It might be a little bit more administrative, uh, but it's, it's not easy. It's uh, a, lot, a lot of crossovers in both, in both areas of law enforcement and the supervision of persons on probation and parole, yes. Yeah. 
So, and you were a state trooper too. So, was that uh, before or after you went to work for the police department? That was most recent, Francis. That was uh, that was after. Okay. All right. And um, how long did you spend there? I was there thirteen years. Wow. Well, and how in the world did you get involved in investigation? With, with the uh, with state police. No, with uh, private investigation. Well, I'm not a PI uh, as of yet, Francie. I am because I'm newly out of the uh, law enforcement. Um, oh, you're going really- that way eventually, uh, but okay. m- mostly at this point, uh, I am proud to be happy to be the owner of PI Magazine. Okay, very good. I, my error. I thought you were a private investigator. Are you working on getting a license? Uh, in the near future, yes, absolutely. In the future, yeah. Uh, you have a lot on your plate right now, though, I suspect. <laughs> that's, that's for sure. Okay. All right, let's move to Jim. Uh, hi, Jim. How are you? This is Jim Nanos. Hi, Brady. How are you? Great. So tell us, uh, you were also um, a police department in New Jersey. Different departments, though, right? Yes, I was. At first, I'd like to say that N- Nicole has the face for the magazine. My face is pretty much for uh, face for radio. Um, but <laughs> that's a whole other story. That's but yeah, I'm re- retired, retired law enforcement. I did uh, about 28 years with the city of Wildwood. Um, during my career in law enforcement, I was detached a couple times to uh, our local prosecutor's office working undercover narcotics for a number of years. And I did a little short stint with the New Jersey uh, Division of Homeland Security and Preparedness as a counterterrorism investigator. And, uh, and I also have some military background working for the uh, Coast Guard also. Yeah, that's a great, great background. And uh, I know that uh, when you were on before, we talked about uh, a little bit about technology and, uh, and what, how you got involved in drones and stuff like that. Right. So, um, and you're still doing that kind of work? Or not? Have you given, yeah, given that up? I still do some drone work with my, my private investigation company. I own Apple Investigations based in South Jersey. And we still do some limited drone work, mostly um, accident reconstruction, um, very limited surveillance, but mostly surrounding ac- accident reconstruction and uh, surveying of accident scenes and so arson work, a little bit of uh, video and some still pictures of some of the fire damage um, with some arsons for some public adjusters and some insurance companies. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, the topic of drones is always uh, fascinating because it's so new and people really don't know much about it yet. So I, I, uh, it's nice to talk to somebody that's professional and that, that you know, knows what they're doing. And, you know, and I, I know we talked about this a lot before. But so you two have started off on a huge new venture called Buying the PI Magazine. <laughs> and I have to laugh yeah. because it just has to be unbelievably overwhelming. How did you... First of all, how did you two meet? Well, uh, I've known Jimmy and Roe, you know, Jimmy Messes and Roe Messes for years. Jimmy was a mentor of mine early on with my, my PI business, mm-hmm. and he was a huge factor um, in my business becoming success, successful uh, in the PI world. And just over the course of time, just being friendly with Jimmy and Roe, and you know, we were sitting around one day, and he was, you know, talking about a couple different things related to my business. And I was actually in the process of purchasing some equipment from him through PI gear. And one thing led to another. And jokingly, I said, how long are you going to be doing this? And he said, do you want to buy it? And that sort of started <laughs> the ball rolling. And, and that, really? that was a long road to get to where we are today. But that's, 
that's the short version of how we ended up where we're sitting today. And how long ago was that, Jim? Because I know that Jimmy and Roe have been wanting to retire from the magazine for quite some time. So, Well, first you've got to know Jimmy, Jimmy and Roe will never retire from anything. They just switch that's, jobs. Jimmy <laughs> is as true. busy today as he has probably ever been with his USA bug sweeps. And Roe is as busy as she's ever been, except now she's painting and wallpapering a little bit. And she's still doing some PI work also. Um, yeah. But it's, it's been the process has been probably a little over a year at this point. Um, it's, it's one of these things I'm sure you, you, know, you can understand or relate to this, Francie. You just can't walk in and turn out the switch of one office and turn the light on in another. I mean, it's, it's a process. And, and before we made that commitment, Nicole and I, we wanted to be sure that, uh, one, Jimmy and Roe were comfortable with us, that we had the ability and the capability to um, run and oversee the magazine. And we wanted to make sure it was, was a good fit for us also because we, we do have a responsibility to the subscribers and the the, the readers out there. So we wanted to make sure that it was a fit all the way around. So it was nothing that any of us jumped into quickly. We took our time. We, we, we sort of kicked the tires for a while. Uh, we learned the business. We spent a lot of time with Jimmy and Roe at their house, um, a lot of time at the office, a lot of time speaking with subscribers and readers and other private investigators to, to really make sure that it, it was going to be a successful transition and a smooth transition. That's great. And then, um, how long you have you and Nicole known each other? Uh, we've known each other probably, I'm going to guess probably about 10 years or so. Uh, Nicole's also got a, um, some background in some other businesses. And, and, and in my PI business, I had drawn upon Nicole to help me get a little bit more organized on, on the back office end of it. The, the business of the business, like I, I like to relate to it. Um, I'm pretty good at the PI stuff, but the business of the business was something I needed to learn a little about, uh, more about. And that's Nicole's expertise. So uh, I, I got a hold of Nicole, and she was working with me on the business of the business. And, and our friendship just developed, and, and it was a good fit for us moving, in, moving ahead with PI Magazine. I couldn't think of anybody else I'd rather be in partnership with. That's great. And Nicole, and, uh, was this and a good... I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Say. And Francie, with our talents combined and the, the great relationship that we have, Jim and myself, we just felt it would be a perfect combination to, uh, to, run, you know, to run the magazine and, and be the owners. So it's worked out. It's worked out very well for us as a partnership. So was this a big decision for you, Nicole? I'm sorry. Was this a big decision for you, or was it just a no-brainer? Uh, I would say a little bit of both. Very, very big decision. It's a big endeavor, and I mean, we're both very excited. Uh, yeah. We're just kind of stepping in, and and uh, but we have combined experience, so that makes it not as difficult to, to make that decision. But also um, a no-brainer when it comes to, I mean, working with Jim here is, is, is wonderful. We, uh, we have a lot of the same ideas. We're very enthusiastic. And uh, we, we really love the magazine. And I think that's very important. And we're excited to, uh, to bring the readers and future readers what, what they want out of the magazine. That's our, our main focus and our main goal. So we have a lot of great ideas, and we're, we're extremely focused and enthusiastic about it. That's great. And I know, I mean, uh, you know, as you guys, I've known Jimmy and Ro Messes for a number of years. I knew them before they bought the magazine. And they have made a great product out of something that was really marginal before they took it over. And uh, so I, I can see you're just going to take it one step further. So you've, you've just published your first issue. Is that right? We're into our second issue coming up. Right. The next issue will be up shortly. You know, we've been well, contributing to it in the management side for, for a while with Jimmy and Roe. 
and we have um, you know big shoes to fill, and that was one of our concerns is is trying to live up to that standard that has been set. Um, mm-hmm. So we've been we've been helping out behind the scenes for a while. Um, so I guess technically you would say the last issue was technically our first issue. Yes. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what I meant. Well, it, t- it turned out great, by the way. Um, I thought it was really, really well done, and, uh, and you, you carried the brand forward with excellence. Uh, I have to say. So, so, tell me what the um, what was the thinking that went into making the decision to purchase the magazine? Well, to make a real long story short, um, I, I'm an avid reader. I I literally could not wait every time the issue came out to get it and to go from front to back. There was so it was. I viewed it as a resource, um, and and when the opportunity presented itself, I thought, you know, what a great fit. I'm I'm a PI. I've got a successful PI business. I I love the magazine, and it was the opportunity presented itself, and we ended up actually purchasing a, a PI magazine, PI gear, PI bookstore, and PI directory, all four of them, uh, from Jimmy and Row, and 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 we're taking them one step at a time. Um, I love but it. Yeah. You know, one you know, most people start with one business. I'm just saying they just they start with one business. <laughs> yeah. Well, we jumped in with all you know all all four of our feet, I guess you would say. Um, so we, we've got a, a lot to do, and we're chipping away at it a little at a time. Um, but we're, we're, as Nicole said, we're enthusiastic, and we, we love the product, and we literally live, eat, and breathe this business right now, and, and that's how we plan to move forward. And we and and I'm not. I'm not kidding, Francie, when I tell you that we, we view this magazine as we, we are very fortunate to be the, the owners and the publishers, but we view the magazine as, as belonging to the subscribers. And, and that's, that's a lot to live up to because we, we, we listen to the feedback. Every single person that calls the office, Nicole, talks to them, and what do you like about the magazine? You know, what, what can we improve? What would you like to see? And, and we're not just, you know, plain lip service. We're, we're taking that into consideration and we're trying to work that into producing, you know, taking a product to the next level and, and giving the readers and the subscribers what they want. Now, the magazine shouldn't be, or at least in my view, it shouldn't be what Jimmy Nanos and Nicole Cuscinelli wants in the magazine. It should be what the subscribers want to see. And, and that's ultimately our goal. We, have, we are very, very fortunate to have an incredible editor, Grace Castle, and an incredible graphic person, Stephanie Biddle. And with their help, um, that, that's what we plan to do. We, we plan to give it give the magazine uh, or make the magazine what the subscribers want to see. So, uh, yeah, I knew that uh, Grace went with you. Grace is such an amazing asset for the magazine. I mean, how could you get a better person to be your editor than Grace Castle for sure? Uh, and I, I, I guess it sounds like you, you took the whole magazine with all its resources, lock, stock and barrel and just moved it over. Lock, stock, and barrel in, in several truckloads, yes. And several truckloads. <laughs> oh, I can, I can hear Jimmy and Roe with a sigh of relief as you drive off. They have, a lot, they have a lot more room in their basement right now. I'll bet they do. That's, that's too funny. <laughs> and you have none. <laughs> right. Right. Okay, so, so what are your plans? Well, you know, our, our, our plans moving forward... You know, we're very fortunate because um, the magazine as it stands now, we've got a, a great cadre of writers. We've got, you know, Mark Biddlesey and Cynthia Heatherton do our, our, our business and our Internet. We've got some writers that contribute almost on a regular basis. You know, Dan Beers, Bruce Holm, yourself, 
uh, Kevin Toll. The, the list just goes on and on and on, and we're very mm-hmm. fortunate with that. But what, what we've done is we've, in speaking to the readers and, and the subscribers, we, we wanted to add some columns and some different areas in the magazine um, to, to supplement and, and help out a little bit with um, what presently is in there. So we came up with some new ideas, and if you want to do, listen to them for a few seconds, I'll give you what some of our new ideas are that we're going to move forward with and some new areas in the magazine if you're interested. Absolutely interested. Um, All right. You know, we're going we're to go to break. Let me, let me just interrupt here. Uh, we're launching your, this is your maiden voyage of your new commercial today on PIs Declassified. And I'm not sure whether it's going to be the... Uh, the first commercial or the second commercial, we are going to go to break um, in a couple of minutes, but I haven't heard the commercial, so I'm very excited to hear this, and I understand Voice America, who is my <clears throat> is the radio platform, uh, and my producer, uh, Sondra Rogers, helped you with launching this commercial, and they did it for you. You gave them, you gave them the talking points, and they did it, right? That's right. They did a fabulous job. And I also understand the turnaround time was pretty amazing because we talked about this Incredible. a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and so is that literally what you did is you uh, gave them a few talking points and they turned it around into music and a commercial and the words you wanted? Francie, the process was unbelievable. I, we, we gave them a, a few bullet points. I mean, literally a, less than a paragraph. Because I, I just honestly, I've never done a commercial like that, and I, I just didn't know. I, I said, "Please help me," and they did exactly that. They they took a few thoughts that we had, and I'm saying just a few thoughts, and they threw it together, and it was just fabulous product. Uh, that's great news. I, I I've got to tell you that the Voice America platform, you know, they have like something like 250 hosts. Uh, they run 24 seven except for, you know, major holidays. And it, it's a premier, very professional uh, organization. And the producers are fabulous. And Aaron, who is our, our guy online that's helping us today, is fabulous too. We have to mention Aaron. Uh, so, hey, you guys, uh, we are going to take a break. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com PI Magazine is the most respected magazine of the professional investigator. We feature stories and articles on current trends and issues, equipment reviews, tips, and practical advice. Don't miss the new and exciting year in PI Magazine. Subscribe today at PIMagazine.com. Need to hire a private investigator? Ask for their professional association affiliations. When an investigator asks Francie Kaler about associations, she says to first join a state trade association. Francie belongs to the California Association of Licensed Investigators, or CALI. It's the largest association of its kind in the world. CALI's main focus is networking, training, and legislative advocacy. If you need a detective in California, contact CALI at cali-pi.org or call one 800 350 C-A-L-I. 
For a national association, Francie's Choice is the National Council of Investigation and Security Services, or NCISS. For over 35 years, the council's primary mission has been to represent its members before the United States Congress and governmental agencies. Find the council at NCISS.org or call 1-800-445-8408. NCISS and Cali are great places to look for a qualified private investigator. Tell them you heard it from Francie on P.I.'s Declassified. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to P.I.'s Declassified with Francie Kaler. You can call into the program. We'll take questions and comments at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You can also email your question to Francie. Send it to francie at pisdeclassified.com. Now, here's Francie Kaler. I'm back with the new owners of Private uh, Private Investigator Magazine, PI Magazine, Jim Nanos and Nicole Cusinelli. And um, Jim and Nicole, you were just about to tell us about what you have plans for the future. So I, I want to hear all about that. Well, some of the things we're going to do, Francie, is we, uh, in, in doing the research and speaking to our, our readers and our subscribers, we, we learned that a, a fairly large number of our subscribers are, are new PIs, and and we're 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 actually encouraged and pleased that you know uh, uh, somebody just gets into the business, uh, he or she feels it's it's a necessity maybe to get our magazine as as and use it as a resource. So what we're doing is we're, we're launching a, a few different columns um, that are going to be reoccurring. are going to be in every issue, and uh, one of the first ones we're going to be coming out in the next one is we're going to call it PI one hundred and one. And uh, what we're doing is it's, it's going to be a column that's going to be geared towards common questions that maybe the new PI just just hasn't had the opportunity to ask anybody. I was very mm-hmm. fortunate that I had a mentor, Jimmy Messis, and a few other people that helped me out that I could bounce ideas off of so I didn't make the same mistakes as some mm-hmm. other folks you know, may have. Um, but we felt that we, we could promote that and put that in a magazine and hopefully help out some, some of the younger PIs uh, as they're starting out. So in, in the, the the maiden issue, I guess you would say, or the maiden column, it's, it's going to be something very simple, like, you know, what to put into just choosing a name for your private investigation company if you're a firm. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the times, a lot of folks just overlook that. What do I name my business? Right. Um, so we're going to focus PI 101 on, on the basic stuff of, you know, how to fill out your tax forms, what, what you may need to do, licensing requirements, a home office versus you know, a standalone office, those sort of mm-hmm. things that maybe a lot of us that have been in the business for a long time sort of take for granted that, oh, I know that stuff because I either made that mistake or I had, I was fortunate enough to had, have somebody help me out and make that decision. But there's a lot of PIs out there that maybe don't have those folks they can draw that from. So we're going to try to offer some advice um, in, in those areas. And again, that's in that's in response to what, what our subscribers are saying. Hey, we'd love to see right. something along those lines. So that, that's one so, of the things we're going to do. Are you guys, are the two of you going to author that? Or are you going to have guest authors to do, uh, no, cover we're actually, that? No, we're actually very fortunate that um, 
uh, Michael Pooh from Focus Investigations in Ontario, Canada. Um, he's going to be covering that column for us every issue. Um, nice. He's a tremendous, tremendously talented PI from Canada, north of the border there, and um, he's going to be covering that for us. He, he's a great writer, and, and he, he knows exactly what we're looking for, um, and, and he's one of the resources we're going to draw from. And, and again, that I, I want the magazine, the Cole and I want the magazine to be a, a reflection of, of the profession, not just what Nicole and I want. So, so we're going to try to have as many guest writers and as many writers as possible contribute to the magazine. That It's not just going to be what I think or what Nicole thinks. I mean, it should be mm-hmm. a broad um, mm-hmm. reflection of what the profession views uh, this, you know, the, the topic. And in this case, Mike's going to do the PI 101 for us. He does a fabulous job. It was, very, it was great to work with him on the first issue. And um, it, I, I think the readers and subscribers will be happy to see the final product with the 101 column. Well, you know, it's really good, too, I, I, because, you know, when you've been, a, been in this business for a while, um, you forget that you went through those processes. Unless you happen to be sitting down and mentoring a new PI, you kind of forget that, oh, yeah, I did go through the process of trying to figure out my name and trying to figure out where my office is going to be and what I could afford and what I couldn't afford and how much should I charge and yeah, all of those things. And uh, you know, so it's, it's really good to have that. For years I worked as, as a police officer. I, towards the middle part of my career, you know, when you start thinking about what are you going to do when you retire, um, mm-hmm. Because for me, retirement just means, like most of us, just means switching jobs. That's what retirement means. And, and I, saw, I saw so many police officers in my geographic area that retired as police officers or law enforcement, and they, they, they obtained a PI license, and they were in business, and then a few months later, they were out of business. And, and in, in being mentored by Jimmy, what I learned was, you know, the, the PI, I'm not going to say PI business is easy because it's, it's a skill and it's it's something you obviously have to be, you have to be talented to be able to be a successful private investigator. But um, where I think most people in our profession make the mistake is in the business of the business. And, and that's how, how to run the PI business, not necessarily out doing the field work, the surveillance right. or the reports, but it's the business of the business. And that's what we're going to concentrate on this one particular column, PI 101, is try to help guys out. Uh, on the business portion of it, how to how to set your business up, what what's best practices, and you know maybe help somebody not make the mistakes of printing 500 business cards when they forget to put something on the business card, <laughs> something like that, and, and trying to mentor them and help them out through those little things that most of us take for granted. Yeah, yeah, you do after you've been I'm in business. Well. I'll say yeah. something, Francie. Uh, with these sections that we're planning on adding, uh, again, these are. Not only things we've come up with that Jim and I have come up with; these are suggestions from the uh, the readers. And just to reiterate that, anyone listening and the readers, uh, the subscribers to the magazine, that uh, we're open door here. So we are open to emails, phone calls. Everyone that I speak with, I I speak with them at length to just get a feel of what they what they want to see, perhaps reiterated in the magazine or more focused upon, or even some new material. But we, we want to make it relative, and we want to make it useful to, uh, you know, the, the professional PI that's been in business for many years, and, of course, the, uh, the, the, new, the new PI hitting the street, you know, tomorrow. Exactly. And I, and I have to tell you guys that I, uh, I have I've kept every PI magazine issue I've ever received because they're such a great resource. If you have a, a case on a specific 
um, specific area, you might go be able to go back and find an article about that and maybe an expert on that particular subject. It's really a fabulous resource. And uh, I know you're going to continue with doing the same thing. So what other columns are you, you thinking about? Well, the, the, other, the one that I'm really excited about, because I'm a gear guy. You know, I'm a surveillance guy. That's my thing. I, I'm, I'm, that's, I love surveillance. Um, we're going to do a, a PI gear review. So what that column is going to be is in every issue, we're going to take a specific piece of equipment. And we're very, very fortunate to have uh, Andrew Kidd from PI Advice and Sean Hall from Lancaster Investigations. Um, those two are going to go back and forth and, and cover PI gear. And they're, they're going to do a, a review on a piece of equipment every issue. And, mm. and the key to this is when we started kicking this idea around with Andrew and with Sean, um, you know, the, the initial thought is, well, let's, let's get a big piece of equipment. We'll do a review. But what we settled upon was we, we're going to do something, a review on a piece of equipment that every PI needs to have. I mean, it's, it's nice to have a $1,000 camera, but maybe not every PI needs a $1,000 camera, but every PI should have a pocket digital recorder or, or a, a small device. And so we're going to focus on the smaller items that sort of appeal more broadly to all the PIs, all the investigators, and not just those big ticket items that, you know, maybe not everyone needs. So we're fortunate Andrew and Sean are going to handle this column for us. They're two experts when it comes to gear and surveillance, and, and um, I, I think that's going to go over well. It, it, it'll, again, be small pieces of equipment that everyone will be able to use, and pretty much everybody should have in their toolbox um, to be an investigator, not, not necessarily just those huge dollar items um, that, you know, some people can afford, some people can't. We want to keep it so the average PI can look at the column, read the column, and say, there's a piece of equipment that I would like to have that I could use over multiple platforms, multiple investigations, and not just solely for one type of investigation. So, so that's, yeah, that's where we're really going cool. with, with the idea review. Yeah, that's really cool because technology is changing so fast that you really need to have uh, a resource like PI Magazine that can bring, bring people up to date on a regular basis. Well, what I found, Francie, what I found with PI Gear is at, as, we're, as I'm talking to customers when they're purchasing the equipment from us, uh, and, and I have no problem with it. People are asking lots of questions, and I was happy to give them my advice, and I was happy to give them feedback on the pieces of equipment they were purchasing, but I realized that there's, as, as I sold the smaller items, you know, the $100 items, the $200 items, th- there was really no place anyone could go to, you know, find out about that particular item hmm. from, from a, a non-sales point, like a, a review on the item, not necessarily just from mm-hmm. someone who's trying mm-hmm. to sell you the equipment, but somebody who uses the equipment. And, and that's right. where we're trying to go with that column with Andrew and Sean is from a user's perspective, from a PI who uses the equipment every day on the street, you know, h- how it stands up, how to use it, wh- and, 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 and that's where we're going to try to go with that column. That's great. That's super. Great. So there's two, two really uh, viable columns Anything else? Sure. So we have uh, two more that we are interested in, in uh, doing in the new year. One will be, we're going to probably call it PI Profile. And uh, what that will be, and we're really excited about this because it gives us a chance to actually include uh, our subscribers literally into the magazine. And what we plan to do with the PI Profile is we will have uh, one agency every issue and we will basically profile and spotlight that agency. So we would send out a questionnaire to the, uh, to the agency or the, the, the PI, and uh, they will send back that information 
and then we'll fashion it into an article, and it will basically highlight the, the, the entire agency and what they're about and what they do and, and so forth, Francie. So we're really excited about that as well. Yeah, and, that's and a that, really good idea because, you know, there's a lot of people. Help PIs, Francie, that'll help PIs is they can aspire to, hey, here's a successful investigator or a successful agency, and here's what they're doing that works maybe in their area, and, and hopefully it'll, it'll help other PIs maybe um, uh, incorporate some of the other best practices and how other guys and girls are successful in working into their businesses. That is fabulous because there's so many good private investigators that run viable businesses out there that nobody ever hears about because they're quiet. They're not, they're not up front. They're not, they may have a website, but they're not out there um, like you and I are, <laughs> frankly. So that's great. That's great. And what's the other one? And also, and also Francie, it's, it's a good networking as well. Again, to get PIs faces and names and out there. I think that's, that's also uh, part of that as well. As much as we can, we we don't we only have the six issues a year, but we're going to cram pack as much as we can and and get as many out there as we can and highlighted and spotlighted. That's amazing. That's great. Now you're going to do one per issue. Yep, we're going to do one per issue, uh, and it'll be either an agency or an individual. So we're not mm-hmm. going to limit it to you know large agencies or or mom and pop shops. It's going to be a you know pretty much a cross section of of what's out there. You know, what, it's a That's reflection right. of what our subscribers are. So we're not going to say it's going to be an agency with 10 or 15 investigators. It's, it's going to be a combination of, of everything. Because um, mm-hmm. I, I think that's a good reflection of what our, our profession is. Um, there's one-man shows and then there's large agencies. So we're going to incorporate them all. Right. That's we're great. going to try to also cover a large you know, geographical area as well, since the, you know, the magazine is nationwide. So that's important, too, that we, we cover every aspect of, uh, of the nation as much as we can. Uh, speaking of that, do you have some international subscribers? Yeah, we do. We have um, most of our international subscribers. They get our digital version. We do, uh, and I don't know a lot of a lot of subscribers may not even know this, but um, our magazine is published digitally also, and every subscriber has access to the digital version. But most of our overseas and international subscribers they opt for the digital version because they get it instant, instantaneously. It's it's right there. Um, they can access it immediately. They don't have to wait for it to be mailed to them. Um, and, you know, sometimes the shipping, depending on where you're at in the world, takes a lot longer um, in some parts of the world than other parts, whereas the digital version, they have it, you know, right away. So we're, we're trying to expand the digital footprint also and, and make that available to more folks um, than what it pr- uh, presently is. But I think a lot of people just don't realize it's available. But it is. So that's because, most of our international, yeah. that's the way that is how. I think that's true. So, uh, question about that. Um, so, you have the current issue uh, digitally available. Are prior issues also available? Yes. Yes. Every subscriber, when you become a subscriber, um, moving forward, what we've done is um, we've set up a process so that every subscriber, regardless of when you subscribe, you will have access to every back issue of PI Magazine that is digitally available. Currently online, we're back to roughly 2011, and probably within the next two or three weeks, we'll be going back maybe another 75 or 80 issues. So uh, the magazine originally, the the magazine in its current format originally started in 1988, and we're going to try to get as many digitized copies as we can online, but you'll be able to go back at least 10 or 12 years within the next week or two. Um, without a problem. Currently, like I said, I believe you can go back to 2011 or 12 online now. And every member 
will have access. So even if you're a new subscriber today, you still have the ability to go back and read all the previous copies. And if I can add, Francie, the one thing that's great about that is, let's say you have a new subscriber today, uh, they may want to go back three years from now and look at an article or a specific topic. I mean, I have many PIs call in and they're looking for some specific related topic that they want to use as um, something related to something that they need to perform in their own in their own business. So that sure. and it's, you know, it's no brainer as far as how many people today. Everyone either has an iPhone or a you know a, a phone on them or an iPad or a laptop that they're walking around with. That you know you don't have to. I mean, again, the the print is. Many people, they want that print, and of course, we will always offer that, but a lot of people just want to be able to pull it up, pull it up on their phone or pull it up on their uh, the iPad or, and have it with them all the time. That's what they want. They want immediate That's access right. and not, not to maybe carry That's, the print yeah. version around. So that, that, that allows them that access sure. all the time, which we want. Or you could do both. You, okay. you could do both. If you get the cool. print version, you still have access to the digital version. A lot of folks take it out on their surveillance jobs, and right. you know they, they can read the magazine or read right. past issues even while they're sitting on a case. Exactly. So, hey, you guys, uh, we are going to take a break, and you, your commercial is going to be the Virgin Voyage right here. We're going. I think we're going to be able to hear it. Um, so, stay tuned. We'll be right back, and hopefully, your com- commercial will play as it's supposed to. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com PI Magazine is the most respected magazine of the professional investigator. We feature stories and articles on current trends and issues, equipment reviews, tips, and practical advice. Don't miss the new and exciting year in PI Magazine. Subscribe today at PIMagazine.com. Need to hire a private investigator? Ask for their professional association affiliations. When an investigator asks Francie Kaler about associations, she says to first join a state trade association. Francie belongs to the California Association of Licensed Investigators, or CALI. It's the largest association of its kind in the world. CALI's main focus is networking, training, and legislative advocacy. If you need a detective in California, contact CALI at cali-pi.org or call one 800 350 C-A-L-I. For a national association, Francie's choice is the National Council of Investigation and Security Services, or NCISS. For over 35 years, the council's primary mission has been to represent its members before the United States Congress and governmental agencies. Find the council at NCISS.org or call 1-800-445-8408. NCISS and Cali are great places to look for a qualified private investigator. Tell them you heard it from Francie on P.I.'s Declassified. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. PI Magazine is the most respected magazine of the professional investigator. We feature stories and articles on current trends and issues, equipment reviews, tips, and practical advice. Don't miss the new and exciting year in PI Magazine. Subscribe today at PIMagazine.com. 
Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to P.I.'s Declassified with Francie Kaler. You can call into the program. We'll take questions and comments at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You can also email your question to Francie. Send it to francie at pisdeclassified.com. Now, here's Francie Kaler. Hey, Jim and Nicole. So we just played your commercial, and I'm, I was listening to it. Uh, we were listening to it offline, and I'm thinking, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm going to talk to the studio about taking your piece and moving it up front. Great. Thank you. I didn't realize that it was right in the middle of everything else. <laughs> I think it ought to be up front. Will you agree? I agree. Okay. All right. Very good. Well, <clears throat> so that was it. I was... Um, you were probably a little surprised as I was that it it wasn't that that came on first. So I was like, wait wait a minute. So uh, okay. So anyway, welcome uh, welcome to you both and PI Magazine to continue as our premier sponsor for uh, PI's Declassified. Uh, I love working with PI Magazine. I loved working with Jimmy and Roe, and I know we will have the same kind of relationship um, that we can help each other. You know, we can help you on PIs Declassified. Uh, I appreciate you guys helping me and and featuring my uh, my show as well. So this is uh, this is a cool cool relationship. So um, you were Nicole. There was I think there was one more column you were going to talk about. Well, we actually had two more. No. Um, two more. Okay. We're going to do. Um, okay. I'll make this one short. Um, no, that's we're, okay. we're going to. We're going to feature a column every issue called PI Book Spotlight, and we actually started it in the, in the past issue. We're, we're just going to take a, a professional, a book that's related to our profession and, and not do a full-out book review where it's not so much an, an opinion of the book, but more of a, um, an, a synopsis and an oversight of what the book is and, and, uh, mm. and how it can relate to our profession. And, and we were, were actually taken back a little as, as when we took over ownership of the magazine and, and PI Bookstore and, uh, how many folks were contacting us, investigators, private investigators, and professional investigators that have authored books and columns, and, 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 and I, I was just astounded by how many <laughs> folks are out there that are writing. And, mm-hmm. and we're going to try to highlight some of those books and, and the ones that relate to our profession and the ones that we find that would be most helpful, and we're going to try to highlight at least one, maybe two in each of the books or each of the issues um, when space pr- uh, allows both of them. And, and we're going we're gonna to try to make sure that folks are aware that people in our profession, investigators out there, a lot of smart guys and girls out there, and they're writing some great books, and maybe the, they're just not publicized as, as much as they should be, and a lot of folks don't know these books are available. So we're going to try to bring that out and make people aware that there's some great authors out there writing about our profession. That's a great idea, too. And do you have somebody that's authoring that uh, column as well? I don't think Nicole knows this yet, but it's going to be her. Um, I think that's that's the that's the news flash uh, today. But uh, yeah, we're going to do that in house um, because and, and the reason we're doing that is, is is basically Nicole is the voice on the phone that speaks to almost all our subscribers, 
and and we're, and most of obviously our subscribers are investigators, and the investigators, a lot of them are authors. So rather rather than try to work an outsider or an outside writer into it, we figured Nicole would be the best at this because she's actually dealing with these folks, and she finds out in conversation, hey, I'm an author too, and I've authored a couple books, and you know we, we'd love to feature them. So we're, we're Nicole's going to handle that right in house. That's great. That's good. Nicole, did you were you aware of that? <laughs> I, I am now. No, I was. I actually was. We, we were talking about that. So, and, and he's right. Uh, Jim is right about that. We I speak to a lot of um, professional investigators that will they will just mention that in passing, and and they're happy to uh, you know to contribute that, and and we're happy to again anything relative that can help any of the uh, the, the PIs, and uh, we'll offer that on in the bookstore as well. So. Well, and, it, and it's really important, actually, because as being a purchaser of PI Magazine books periodically, you know, you want to know, oh, what's on this subject, what would be the best resource to purchase? Because the books aren't, you know, they're not necessarily inexpensive. So you want to be able to get the most bang for your buck, so to speak. So you'll be able, are you going to read every book you have in your PI bookstore? Well, as many as we can, but here, you know, here's the thing: we, uh, it's a great way to stay current, as as and, and what's trending uh, currently. That's the, the only way you can know. With it's it's yeah. really about feedback and and speaking to one on one individually. That's the that's the best way to go about it. Absolutely. And uh, Jim mentioned you had written a couple of books. What are they? Say that again, Francis. We, we lost I, you there. You, you had mentioned that uh, Nicole had written a couple of books. No, we, we had done some book reviews on some previous issues. Oh, book reviews, okay. Um, so Nicole, Nicole has, has done the book reviews in the past. So it was just a good fit for us just for her to jump right in with the, the book portion of it. And that's, that's, her, that's her, her specialty. She's going to handle that. And, and, again, we're relying on Grace Castle tremendously for that to help us also. Uh, but right. Nicole's going to be handling the, uh, the book reviews from this point. Okay. And then what was the other column? Uh, now, we have a, a column coming up that, uh, again, we haven't settled on a, the name yet, but we we'll probably will be calling it PI Perspective. And uh, that's a, a column that will be geared towards the, uh, the female professional investigator. Uh, it will be a general topic. Uh, it could be chosen by uh, the, the, the female investigator that wants to, um, to write it, or we, uh, we will pick the topic. And that will deal with the, the female perspective on that general topic. Uh, again, you know, females are just the nature of the business, Francine. I'm sure you you know this as well as I do that uh, they're uh, a small number in the large mm-hmm. numbers of PIs. And right. it, it would be nice to just get that perspective on different topics from the, the, the females in this business. I mean, there's different challenges and there's different uh, things that, that females specifically may deal with. And, but again, these are general topics that will that are not specific to females, but uh, to males and females. But that the female could maybe give her a little bit of a spin on it, or you know, it, it, I think it, I'm interesting to see what we will get because uh, probably some some interesting stories, relative information that will be helpful not to every not only to every PI, male and female, but maybe more specifically to the, the female PI in the industry. So that that will be. I'm really looking forward to that. I think that's great, Nicole. And, you know, when I started out in this business, there was probably, if there were 10, if there were 10% women in the business, I would say that would be a liberal estimate. But now when you go to conferences, it's the, probably 30% of the room is 
right. it may even be higher than that, Francie, because I'll yeah. tell you, we, we look at the names. We see the subscribers, and Nicole and I are on the phone at, mm-hmm. at, with, with subscribers, and, and I really think it's, it's, it's there's think a it's lot more female investigators than I think what most people would, would take into uh, uh, or, or think so in, in our profession. I mean, uh, you know, everybody always says that 10 or 15 percentage points. I, I think it's much higher than that. You just, for whatever reason, you just, they just don't come to the top. That You don't hear from them too often. They, they go about doing their business. They do their job. But we're seeing the names, and, and, and that's yeah, what made us great. think about this, is the percentages are much higher than what people think. Of course, your subscribers may be the ones that are reading. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> so, never mind. That could be. <laughs> um, so, I don't and, know. And what it, al- it, also, it also, excuse me for interrupting, it also gives the, the females in the industry, uh, you know, a, a chance to, to stand out a little bit. So, that, that gives the, you know, the numbers uh, represented. And uh, like I said, the, the perspective, I think, will be interesting, uh, the way that maybe a female investigator may approach uh, a particular surveillance job, or it really could be just any number of topics. You know, uh, Nicole, I, I, probably neither one of you know this, that years ago I started a email listserv for women called Amazing Women Investigators that still operates. And we need to get you signed up on that because that'll be a good resource for you. Oh, wonderful. Great idea, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Amazing Women Investigators. In fact, if anybody's, any, any of you women out there are interested, let me know. Uh, my husband, of course, says that's discriminatory, and he doesn't understand why he can't belong, but that's the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, well, this is just uh, really exciting, I think, that uh, you've got uh, these columns all set up. And the, and the women, or uh, the women perspective, whatever you're going to call that, is that going to be handled by Grace or... or uh, you have somebody else doing that. No, that's going to be a guest writer every every issue. So it's a going to be uh, written by a different female investigator every issue. Um, they, they won't be the same one every issue. We're, we're trying to get a very broad perspective from from a number of different investigators all over the country and from different disciplines. So that'll be a guest column. The column will be reoccurring, but the the author or the writer will be different every issue. Okay, so there there you go. This is a plea out there for. Uh, any of the women that are listening, that if you have a perspective you'd like to share with the rest of the private investigators, you should contact Jim and Nicole. Right. And, and Francie, I think this is our way of, of trying to involve and really these different columns, our way to spotlight as many uh, PIs in the industry as we can. And it'll just be a patchwork of, of, of such that we can, you know, we're trying to involve our readers as much as possible. They, they make up, I mean, they're what, they're what make up the magazine, it's, and they're important to us, so that's our goal. Well, and, and the overriding thing, I guess, to both the two of you as well as to Jimmy and Bro, what this magazine has done, in my opinion, it has risen the bar to, to have a real professional group of investigators that are in business, they, they operate according to the law, they are uh, professionals in their dealings with their clients, and that didn't exist really until maybe, I don't know, 20 years ago, maybe less. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you guys, let's see, how long have you been doing investigations, Jim? I, I've I've been a PI for about 10 years now, 10 and years. Yeah. 28 years as a law enforcement officer before that. Although I will tell you, 10 years, it sure seems like a lot longer. Um, the time goes quick. 
Right, time goes quick. But I can tell you that the way um, the way private investigators were looked at uh, 20, 30 years ago, you know, we were the <laughs> we were the scourge of the earth, so to speak. I mean, you know, you were in law enforcement. That's the way we were thought of. And, that, and I that, think you're exactly that, right, Francie, because I know in, in the years as a law enforcement, whenever you'd have a, a PI check-in, and not too many of them did it, they check in at the station to tell you they were doing the surveillance. They they were viewed differently than what they are now. It's much more professional, um, and, and PIs are viewed ex- very differently than what they were ten or fifteen or twenty years ago. And that's you know that's what our our end goal is here. And we, we want to raise the profession. We want to make people aware of it. And, and 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 I think overall, I think as a profession, we've progressed and come a long way in in the last few years. Well, and a lot of that, unfortunately, I mean, certainly. Private investigators contributed that the smoke-filled room, the the uh, drinking, all of that that went, that seemed to go on with really what the PI myth was, uh, you know, the TV myth of, about PIs, which is why I started the show. Frankly, I started the show for that exact purpose because we were being disparaged, and it was uh, it was unfair disparagement because it was based on movies and TV. And what you guys are doing, I think, just uh, raises that bar. I applaud you for taking on this huge, huge, overwhelming project. I'm not only uh, PI Magazine, but you said PI Gear, um, PI Bookstore. And what's the, thir- what's the fourth one? PI Directory, which is our, our online directory. And, and, and since you mentioned those, we appreciate you mentioning those. Um, we're actually we're concentrating on PI Magazine right now. Um, but in the next couple months, you'll see relaunching of, of all three of the other websites with new content and, and some new features. Um, but we're, we're concentrating on magazine at this point. So the other three will be coming in, in short order. But uh, right now, it's PI Magazine, followed by PI Gear, Bookstore, and then Directory. And, and we're, we're going to have an emphasis on some social media. Uh, we're going to try to expand a little bit in our social media presence. And, and really what we enjoy doing the most is – we're working very closely with a lot of the state associations. Um, we've been contacted by many state associations that want to participate in the magazine. A number of state associations actually make the magazine a member benefit to becoming a member of that particular state association. We're trying to expand that a little bit to make the magazine more available to more PIs uh, across the country. And, of course, Nicole and I, we go to as many conferences, state conferences, as we can. We've been to a, a number of them already, and we enjoy that because you get out, you meet people, um, you, you're actually face-to-face, you're, you're shaking hands, and, and you're listening to people in person. You're meeting them in person, and, and, and we're getting feedback. We, we don't just go to these things to give us something to do on a weekend. We're, we're going, we're drawing things, <laughs> we're drawing information, we're getting feedback, and we're going to incorporate that in, into the magazine as we move forward. Right, and the conferences, uh, they're just a, a, a great way to add personal touch to, to what we do. Like, like Jim said, you're, you're putting a face to a name and to the business. And, Absolutely. Uh, you know, you meet a lot, of, a lot of people in the industry and make some new friends, and it's a great way to network. So that's all that combined is only a benefit. But, again, it's just a personal touch, and most of them are, are, are you know, not to be whatever, but it's a good time. It's a really good time, a lot, and you learn a lot from these conferences. As well. Well, this is, and this is a perfect way to close the show, guys, because we're out of time. Um, and th- I applaud you. I applaud you both. I'm looking forward to seeing where this is going. I thank you so much for being on the show. And uh, so for Nicole and Jim, 
Thank you so much. Tune in again next week as we declassify more real stories from real investigators like these two guys. It's PIs Declassified. I'm Francie Kaler. Thanks so much for listening. You've been listening to PIs Declassified with your host, Francie Kaler. Tune in every Thursday at noon Eastern Time. That's 9 a.m. for you West Coast listeners. P.I.'s Declassified explores stories of deceit, mystery, and detectives unraveling the truth. Every Thursday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, here on the Voice America Variety Channel. 